Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of Smarketing Labs. Today we're going to be hearing from two new people who started on our sales team who have been working on some cold calls and they're going to be discussing how they do the cold calls. But me and Josh thought we'd explain how we support in that first, which is the researching for the correct target audience for the cold calls. The main way I support our new sales team is if they are researching a company, I will search up the traffic for the website and other little things like that. And if they can't find a number, I'll usually find the number for them with different ways that they don't know yet or just haven't understood yet, but they're learning to. Another way I help them is by checking out the company's website. Since I work on other our like clients' websites, I know what we typically like help build on these different websites. So I'll tell them what they can write in a personalized email or like what they can talk about in a call about what we would help that company with. Such as helping a company with SEO and writing blogs and things like that that will help the Google ranking. When working in sales, I like to do everything in the client's best interest. So if we have a potential client, we like to look through the website and see what they need support in. And there's no point us doing a cold call and trying to sell them something that they're okay in. Say, for example, if they're getting like a load of traffic, but their website isn't that good, we're not going to try and help them in increasing the traffic. We're going to help them to improve the website or vice versa. If they have a really good website, there's no point in us trying to help them in that. But if Josh looks at how much traffic they're getting and it's not a lot, that can be a main focus in what we're going to support them on. So when Aman and Adam do the cold calls, they need like setter information of what they need to help them with because there's no point trying to support someone in stuff they don't need support in or if we call them up and try and sell them something and I've completely no idea who they are they're just going to put the phone down because it shows like that we're not interested but here we try and really care about our clients interests so we like to do 100% research on them to make sure that we can help them the best way that we can so we can help them to succeed in the marketing so that's how me and Josh kind of support with that. And I find um, like the phone numbers and the emails of potential clients also. Hiya, my name's Aman and I'm a senior sales development associate at Ebb and Flow. Um, I'm quite new to the role, um, but um, I've got stuck in and I specialize in cold calling. Um, so I'm here with a couple of tips and tricks um, for other marketing associates um, to help them um, in their cold calling. So the first piece of advice that I'd give um, in any industry, um, whether that's front facing or not, is confidence. Confidence is key. If you, whether you do or not, if you sound like you know what you're talking about, then people are going to put their trust in you, which is important when, when you're trying to get them to sign a couple of thousand pound deal, um, then they're not going to hand over that money quite easily. Um, the second advice I'd give is get to the point. We don't want any waffle. Um, straight to the point because once they realise it's a cold call, you have got a matter of nanoseconds before they shut off. 
um, and more often than not before they cut you off. So make sure you get to the point, make sure it's relevant and make sure you show as much confidence as you can to portray the fact that you know that what you're talking about so they can place their trust in you. Um, mirroring and tonality is very important. Um, so if they are talking in a high and upbeat voice like this, then you need to talk like this. And if they are talking slow and boring and quiet, then you need to talk like that as well. Because the thing is that you don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. So, you know, if they're really high and upbeat and you talk really high and upbeat and say, oh, look, I've got a friend who talks like me and they'll feel more at home. And similarly, if they're really boring, then and you're really boring, then they will feel like, oh, found a friend who talks just like me, who's as boring as I am. And that can feel quite nice. Um, so that might help them even more in, you know, signing a deal and ultimately getting them to do what you want them to do. It's all about psychology. Um, tonality, again, is really important. Um, as, well, as well as mirroring what they are saying, um, you also need to make sure that you have, first and foremost, a professional tonality, so they know that, you know, they're not on the phone to a scammer or cowboys. Um, and also um, to show, again, that confidence um, that you know what you're talking about. Um, and, and that's about it. It's not a hard job, but you just need to make sure you do it properly. Um, just just as in anything, practice makes perfect. Do your best and I'm sure you will reap what you sow. All right, guys, my name is Adam. I'm going to tell you what I did today. So today I, walk, I walked into the office and then my first task was to see the tasks uh, that I set up yesterday on HubSpot. HubSpot is a website that... Uh, that the office uses to help with creating contacts, uh, making them into like lists using the companies of the website that I've researched on. And in these websites, they have like, you know, email address, phone number. I use those two details of contact information in order to make them into a list of people I can contact using these cold calls. And during those calls, because I, I mainly have two jobs, which is to make calls so I can have practice and then I can get I guess more confident in making calls and then get them to schedule a meeting with us or I we schedule them so, yeah, so that we can see if they're a good fit so that's what I do as a regular basis I'm gonna make 30 calls a day and well, yeah 30 calls a day and if any calls that have been missed I have to write an email to them saying what ebb and flow is and during these calls I have this this script this call call script in the my sales deck call scripts and I use this uh, 15 minute call call script so that we can arrange a meeting with them for 15 minutes so that we can see if they're a mutual fit with us and they're a mutual fit we're a mutual fit to them so that's the reason why i was doing these calls just just so that i can basically understand what their uh goal is and what their uh, frustration is when it comes to being a salesperson or right now i'm basically only doing these calls on accountants and bookkeepers so i make these lists so that that's the first thing i do i get these uh go on linkedin and research uh, as many companies I can like go on contact and see if they have an email address or a phone number and if they have one or another they if they have one but they don't have the other I use this uh, application called Scrapio 
and then that basically is like an automated application where it finds the information for you like it can be uh, the number of employees uh, what their name is their email address if it's verified it will tell you so I use that just to help me narrow down which email needs to be sent to which person so I get these calls and I use the calls I use the cold call script to make sure that uh, I say the important bits but uh, I say the important bits after that I've sent the important bits I make sure that I'm listening to them because when I first started this job and I was uh, during the second week I was taxed to do calls so at the very first day I was like messing up my words not being confident I wasn't listening because I was just following this script like uh, literally word by word and I was ignoring the person I was speaking to so uh, my boss told me just to be in the moment be in present uh, he told me to listen carefully because each time the, these people call you or you call them uh, they will do this like a pattern you can like pick up on you can pick up on it and that's the reason I was like Okay, I gotta make sure I know what I'm doing. So nowadays, I'm just confident in like giving calls. Uh, I speak more clearly because that was my target. So I speak more clearly because before I was mumbling a lot, and then that made me mess up. That made the message not like fluent and clear. And then the other person was like cutting me off because they weren't interested, or they were not understanding what I was supposed to be doing and what was the aim of the call anyway. So after I've done these 30 calls, I make sure that anyone that I've missed, I email them. And that's using these templates that the office people um, already invented, or not invented, sorry, created for me. So I can just go on those templates and they will be automated already. Everything's already written and I just have to send it. But before I send it, I make sure if it's a generic one, like just to the company itself, I do the template. But if it's to a single person, I try and personalize it. I use tips that uh, my colleague Charlotte and Josh uh, tell me to say that make sure you, whenever you're talking or whenever you're emailing the person, make sure it's about them and what, um, make sure you just talk about them and how you can help them because by that way they'll be able to uh, be appreciated and then you probably have some trust in the whole dynamic of the relationship after that I like review the calls I've done using this HubSpot uh, call URI so HubSpot is basically a tool where I can just make calls make a list see what companies uh, are which and then uh, just use the emails any uh, best thing is I can create tasks so let's say I have a call and they say schedule a schedule a call with us later I can make sure that okay I got this task which is to call them again and then after that I write down HubSpot and the HubSpot tasks list will be having one two three four of individual tasks that's like like properly key to the point and separated so you won't get I mean I won't get confused so that's the best thing about us that's the best thing about HubSpot the other best thing about HubSpot is that it's very easy to like navigate around 
because most uh, websites that use tools to find websites, email address calls, put them in lists, uh, they are a bit complicated, but this one's easy. It'll tell you what to do, and then it'll have templates, it'll have automated messages in case you don't know what you're trying to do. So there's like tutorials on that, so that's pretty good. Then after that, uh, I try and make sure that any calls I've got, I get, because sometimes um, when I'm listening to the person, they say something, but then I misinterpret it. That was one of my mistakes. Well, not really a mistake, it's like an error, but a small error. But So instead, I go back on the call URI to find out what the email address is, because sometimes the person I'm trying to call is too busy, so they prefer an email to know about the company. And uh, that way, the company that I'm trying to call won't think we're a scammer or a fake person or a fake industry. So that's the reason I go on these call URIs to validate the email address. And then the next thing after that, I go on the next person and uh, do the same do the same repeat of the step that I did, which is to valid, which is to verify and validate the email address. After I've done all that, I go on the task to see if there's any more tasks. And if there's no tasks, my colleague Aman says, anyone that you've missed or who's not answered you, just email them. So I'm like, okay, I got that to do. So that was basically what I did today. Uh, normally, around about like one o'clock or two o'clock, I already have my list like set up and made and every every 30 I mean all of the individual companies are listed in that list so that's done through HubSpot because HubSpot is linked with my Gmail and then that way anything that is sent for example an email or a, or a call will be followed up as a task so that I can check up and another thing about HubSpot there's a feature where in the email, uh, you see these little, it's, it's like a small title that says sent and opened. So sent means you sent, you the person who's sending the email sent it. And if it says opened, right, it will be having an opened number, no, sorry, open word, it will have the word opened and they'll say a number. So it has, that basically just means that the other person who you're trying to contact to or email will have opened it, looked at what you were about. I mean, you, the company of Ebb and Flow, was about, and then they'll, you'll make sure that they've seen it, and then it'll notify us that at Ebb and Flow, using the HubSpot website that they've opened it. So that way, I'll be able to be alerted, because whenever they've opened it, I can follow up uh, email saying that, oh, are you busy? Are you looking for any interest? Are you disinterested? I haven't done that yet, but that is the process, the next step I need to be doing. So after like Christmas time, I'll be doing that. And uh, yeah, those are big, that's basically what I did. I try and research, because before, uh, when I did the calls, I took too much time researching the company. And then my boss said that you shouldn't just research then you should do the calls and at that time I was a bit afraid of doing calls because I was like will they reject me oh no but now I'm like it's okay just do the calls and then just think on the spot 
trying your best uh, communicate clearly and if they uh, like cut me off or reject me then I'll say okay is there anyone else who's interested in your industry or can you point me to this person and if they say no 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 then I'll be like okay thank you for taking my call and that's about it because we don't have any reason to contact anyone who's not interested because that's not our main goal our main goal is just to have a mutual fit that's what I've been tasked with so that's the end of the podcast hope that you enjoyed listening today and hearing some experiences from a few different people and I hope that you learnt a little bit about cold calls or if you're starting at cold calls um, the best thing to do So there's going to be a blog written about this podcast. So if you want to find out more, you can um, you can check out the blog that's going to be written. And we'll see you next week for the next podcast. Bye.